My name is Katie McIntyre, and I'm your host for the podcast, The Loving Cup, Elevate Your Gratitude. Today's Friday, November 2nd, 2018, and we're live from the Seneca Falls-based FingerLakesOne.com studios. So welcome. So let's jump in and meet our guests today. We have two uh, gentlemen from the Martin Group in Rochester, and I'd like them to introduce the other, but we'll start um, with uh, Dion and Dwayne. Welcome. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having us. Thank you. So before we start talking about gratitude, uh, would you introduce us to, uh, to each other? So Dwayne, would you introduce us to Dion? I, I will. Um, probably about six years ago, seven years ago, I was working at an advertising agency in Rochester and we needed to hire a new creative, head of the creative department. <clears throat> so a guy came in, presented his work, absolutely incredible. Um, the owner, after he left, the owner of the agency asked me, Dwayne, what do you think? And I said, hire him immediately. That was not Dion. <laughs> she said, um, well, we have this superstar from Buffalo that's supposed to be coming in, so we're going to talk to him. Dion came in, interviewed, uh, left, and then the owner said, Dwayne, what do you think? And I said, hire the first guy. And it the is one of the, the gratitude that I feel for him. <laughs> it is one of the things that I'm grateful for that they didn't listen to me. Um, we, you'll never meet two people that are more that are less alike, um, but we immediately hit it off. He is just a absolutely solid human being, and that's probably one of the ways that we're not alike. Um, so we immediately started working together, hit it off very well, and the rest is history, I guess. Beautiful. And would you introduce us? I, I don't have any. Fun, I don't have any funny, rude stories to say. <laughs> um, I think um, when I um, started at the other agency, um, Dwayne and I um, really worked well together. Um, and I think that many places that you work, they don't um, like conflict. Um, but I think working with Dwayne, we, we found out really, really quickly that um, we would f find ourselves arguing about ideas. Um, and I think that conflict naturally just made our work product better. Um, so I can say the work that I've worked on with Duane is probably some of the best work I've ever worked on. Um, so I like that. I like the idea that we embrace what people consider something that's negative and we made it work on behalf of our own portfolios, but also on behalf of our clients. Awesome. And to set the record straight, Duane is a writer and I am an art director. Um, Duane often says that together. Um, what is your line? We, if, if you add my brain and Dion's brain together, they almost make one full Almost. Brain. Almost one brain. Okay. And it's a beautiful full brain. <laughs> Lovely. Almost. So let's talk about <clears throat> let's talk about gratitude. That's why sure. we're here, right? So can you share with me and either of you can go first, um, something that you're most grateful for from the past year? Um I I'll start off. Um I have an eighteen year old son and a twenty year old daughter. Um, and I think when you're when you're raising the kids, you just hope that they turn out well. Um, faith is really important to me in my life, and um, my relationship with Jesus is something that guides my every step. At least I try to make it that way. So this year, uh, my son um, has just been accepted to college. My daughter is in college, and um, I just look at them now and think that they are solid human beings, and they're adults. And both of them, their faith is strong in their own life. Um, and I know that my days with them are very limited in that capacity. So I'm kind of overjoyed with pride and my kids. Beautiful. 
Sometimes we cry on the podcast, so I'll try <laughs> not to. Probably not going to happen. <laughs> not for you? No. Well, would you share something from the past year that you're most grateful for? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't want to sound like the old man um, but but I am that I am, but I'm really in the last year kind of I, I grateful for my health because <clears throat> actually in the last two years I've gone through back-to-back rotator cuff surgeries and it I think it's just one of those universal things about gratitude. Maybe it's just with me, but I think it's kind of with a lot of people, is you don't really appreciate something until you've lost it. Um, And I think on the flip side, um, that real gratitude is often about the very small things. So with me, I mean, it is, I am very grateful that all of a sudden I can use both hands because I went from not being able to use my right one to not being able to use my left one for you know almost consecutively two years and now just to get a good night's sleep and not be in pain it's you know it's really is one of those things that that I think the last year has kind of really made me appreciate so beautiful so you're I mean you're a writer so how was your work during one hand and um, <clears throat> luckily, it was just I could, you know, you had the little anybody that's had rotator cuff surgery, you have the telltale pillow. I'll be walking through Wegmans and people see, oh, rotator cuff surgery, because you have the sling, but then the pillow that goes with it. Okay. And it was just the right height for the keyboard, so okay. it really didn't. No loss in productivity. No, lo- okay. no loss in productivity. That's good. That's good. So, what about your whole life? Is there something that comes to the top when you think about gratitude in your whole life? Um. I mentioned faith before. I think that one's probably um, the thing that's most important. And I thank my wife um, for putting up with me for 25 years. Um, she's a, a great woman that I don't deserve and um, thankful every day to have her part of my life. I, you know, I, I think the same. Uh, it's certainly family. You know, I think the older I get, the more I appreciate my family when I was growing up. Um, the sacrifices my father made for the for the family, and to be the mother of a teenage Dwayne Bombard, I mean, <laughs> just God bless the woman. And uh, now my family, I, I mean, it's just, it's kind of hard to articulate. I just would be a much worse version of myself if I didn't have my family, I guess is the best way to put it. So they so. bring out the best in you, and they support you. That's good. So what about, if you guys can... Um, Share something that you're most grateful for in the other. You guys spend a lot of time together. This is going to be Dwayne's favorite question. <laughs> um, I think um, what I love about working with Dwayne um, is the levity that he brings to our office. Um, he happens to be the, the brunt of everyone's jokes um, because he's the one that gives it <laughs> to everyone. Um, and I, you know, he's, he's a solid human being. He's very, very talented. Um, and I come to work every day kind of enjoying the time that I can spend with them. So um, that's the last nice thing I'll say to you. <laughs> um, as far as, I, you know, with Dion, obviously it's like the, the work is the constant. I, I mean, I think we've, we've certainly grown to be friends, but it's not that we spend a lot of time with each other out of work. We both have families. We both go kind of go our separate ways. Um, you know, the ability to do great work with somebody is certainly something I, I'm grateful for. But more than that, I think it's, um, I can count, and this, whenever I say this, people take it the wrong way, but I can, I can probably count on one hand the number, I, number of people I completely trust in my life. And he, he's one of them. So that's, 
one of the things that I appreciate. Are you crying? No, I'm no. not crying. No. I mean, I think both of you are fantastic, too. So I just, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying our conversation. Um, so you, you're both parents. Um, mm -hmm. Did you teach your children gratitude? Or did your parents teach gratitude to you? Um, I think, you know, it's weird because I, I, I struggle with what the difference between thankfulness and gratitude is. Um, but I think um, ever since my kids were young, um, we would say prayers at night and it would always be, our prayers would be not about what can I get, but what can I be thankful for. Um, my son was born with spina bifida and that was a difficult thing, um, especially times where he was struggling with not being able to do that other things or things that other kids can do. And um, I think gratitude or thankfulness in situations like that, when you realize how fortunate you really are, even though things might not be the way you want them, um, there's always things to be thankful for. So we tried raising our kids um, with that mindset. And um, I think even for me, having that mindset is something that helps you out of tough times. I, I certainly have taught the kids. I think maybe you teach them the mechanism when they're kids of gratitude and uh, who knows if they really, if, if they're, yeah. it, it's like telling, you know, make sure you say thank you, make sure you say please. So you give them kind of, I think you kind of arm them with what hopefully what will turn into genuine gratitude as sure. they get older. Um, I was certainly that way. I didn't, you know, and things now, it, it's this complete, I, I continue to develop gratitude that I didn't have even with, I don't think I'm one of the people that will come on this and say that, you know, I live my life with complete gratitude. I think I lose track of it. I think I, you know, daily life kind of takes control and, and you, I don't do it as much as I should. Um, but with every passing day and year, I find myself more, you know, more grateful for things um, and I think it's because what my parents taught me and hopefully I kind of taught my kids that and it'll continue to develop as they get older. Yeah, and I, I mean, I like to sh tell guests when they are like, I don't do it enough or, you know, I, I should be more grateful. I think any kind of gratitude that you have in your life, even if it's something that you're not remembering, you know, it shouldn't be something that you have to remember to do, right? We all have enough of those mm -hmm. things. Um, but even if it's, um, if it's something that's part of your life, whatever the frequency is, it's, it's helping you and it's benefiting you and there's there's true science be behind the, the benefits so don't worry <laughs> I, I would like to um, to hear about the work that you do I mean you work with so many different kinds of clients and how gratitude can inform some of the work that you do that's a good question um, I think you know Duane and I um, run the office in Rochester um, so I think, you know, um, the kind of clients that we love to have obviously are the ones that are, are giving us good creative challenges. Um, but I think the, the ones that I probably am most grateful for are the ones that treat us like partners. Um, um, I don't think in our business you ever want to be treated like a vendor, um, right. like you're a commodity. Um, and I think the, the best work kind of comes out of those relationships where the clients can call you up and say, what do you think about this? This is my challenge. And um, we're part of it with them solving it. And obviously we can, we can write it, we can art direct it, we can make whatever it is look beautiful. Um, but being involved at a different level, um, a relationship level, um, I think is something that I'm probably most grateful 
for with our clients. And um, I find what is most exciting about our growth at the company is um, it wasn't based on the typical agency model where you respond to RFPs and you win them. Um, much of our growth, if not in thinking maybe all of our growth, um, has been on referral or been on um, people that maybe we worked with at agencies that went client side and respected the abilities that we had and respected us as human beings and wanted to partner with us. Um, so I think the way we've been able to grow over the past five years that we've been open, um, to me, is a really a good testament to the kind of people that we are, the way we treat clients, the kind of human beings that we are, and the fact that people are calling us because they want to work with us. Um, so that's something that I'm grateful for. I, I, uh, I mean, one of the things I love about what we do is, um, is kind of the variety. Um, you know, I, I'm just not cut out to do the same thing every day and work on the same thing. And I've, I've tried my hand at both. Um, so on any given day, I, you can work, you know, I can be working on a, a beer client or something like that, which people would go, oh, wow, that's really cool. Um, but I think Dion and I have kind of carved this, this niche where our favorite work is nonprofit um, because it's just more important work. And I, I think when we go into it and we walk into Mary Cariola, for example, it's a, a client of ours, and you see the kids and their face just lights up that there's somebody new and they all run up to you to say hello. And I think that's where, that's part of the reason, kind of the gratitude is part of the reason why that is our favorite work to do. It's, it's creatively, it's our favorite work to do because it's emotional mm -hmm. um, and it lets us do, you know, do some of our, what we think is our best work. But we're just grateful to be able to, to work on causes that we think are even, you know, are more important. And it, and it extends to even like work we've done for the, for the uh, National Women's Hall of Fame. It's just important stuff. And we're, we, you know, we kind of consider ourselves lucky to be involved with it. That's awesome. <clears throat> and, you know, I've, um, I've been on the other side of the table from both of you and um, as a client of yours. And uh, I just, I love, I have loved working with you. And I judge, um, you know, I judge the the impact of the work that's being presented to me by my emotional response. And I think you guys have all seen, you've seen that when you've presented things either for the bank or for the right to run, um, where there's, you know, that's, we're all human. Like, and so if you can connect with someone and, and have them respond emotionally to what you're doing, it's beautiful. And you guys do that time and time again. So I appreciate that. I'm grateful for Thank that. Thank you. It's good. Um, so can you share something with me um, and with the audience, a favorite memory you have of time that you've spent together? Something just really fabulous that <laughs> makes you laugh or cry uh, or well, we've something you'll never forget. We've had ones that we would laugh about. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything I could share <laughs> on air. I, um, one of the ones that strikes me is we had uh, to go completely the 180 degrees from the nonprofit clients that we love so much. We had a casino. And we had we spent three days at a casino shooting uh, fairly sizable, you know, extensive TV commercials, um, a series of them. Um, if you know Dion Pender, you know casinos and bars and that kind of thing are not really. Um, not I feel really comfortable there. Yeah. Dion, not so much. So it was just. I mean, the work was fun. The the end product was great. 
Um, we, you know, we were working with really talented people. We were up in Niagara Falls for three days at a casino, and it just, just kind of seeing Dion out of his element, I found pretty entertaining. So, I think for me, um, we were working with a really great photographer in Rochester, um, John Myers, and John approached us and said that he wanted to do some work that really told a visual story, um, work that he could use in um, his portfolio. So. Um, Dwayne had the idea of um, doing some work for Middle Ages Brewing Company um, because they have really, really great names for some of their beers. And um, so what we wanted to do is bring some of these names to life. Um, so one of the shoots that we were doing um, was for Impaled Ale. And um, we had, um, and considering it's Middle Ages, we had a, um, a theme that all of this stuff tied back to the Middle Ages. So there's one scene that I remember where we were in, I don't know, was it Shortsville or something? Oatka Creek. Yeah, and it was in this creek, and Dwayne had waders on that were like up to here, and he's holding the, an Excalibur sword that has a taxidermied, I don't know if that's the way you say it, but a fish on the end of it. Um, and I think it was one of the first projects that um, we kind of completed when we started the Martin Group. Um, and it was just a fun day. It was a fun day to get out of the office. It was some of the work that... Um, I was most proud of it actually won national Addy awards um and it was just a it was a good thing to partner um, with him on i am not um, um versed in alcohol type clients but i am versed in creative execution of things so it was a nice thing to partner with Dwayne on and um, to get a fun project on and to shoot some really incredible things with john and um, have a good product at the end of it awesome and so it won a, a national award, you said? Yeah, the National okay. Eddy Award. Super. So uh, you both work in Victor, mm -hmm. um, and you live in the Rochester area. Are you both from there? Did you grow up there? I did not. I, um, I grew up outside of Buffalo area and spent um, 20 years of my career actually in Buffalo. Um, was recruited to come work at Rochester um, and really, really love love it here. Um, love the community. Um, you know, it's a visually beautiful place to live and be, and um, we really like it. Okay. So, um, how about for you? I think we. I know we've talked about New Hampshire, but yeah, um, New Hampshire was not. I, not I spent home. some time in New Hampshire after college. Um, I grew up. I tell people I grew up at the North Pole. It's actually what it's like. I grew up in a town called Messina, and it's at the very, very top of the state. Um, you know, essentially go to Syracuse and then go north for three hours from there. And it's six miles from the Canadian border. Um, really great place to grow up in, in you know, in hindsight. Um, in the middle of nowhere, but really great, solid people. Um, not a lot of industry, so a lot of people have to, you know, you kind of have to leave um, to, to maybe make a living afterwards. Um, but it, it's, it's just a completely different uh, environment than from from down around here. Okay. And are there things that you're really grateful for about where you live now and the community that you live in? My wife and I were having the conversation as we were driving someplace just a week ago about how we have now lived in Canandaigua longer than we lived anywhere. Um, so uh, I really consider, you know, Canandaigua is as, as home. Um, and it's just I, I think it's just the kind of people that I was fortunate enough to meet. I met a lot of, you know, that who are like my best friends in the world through 
my son's baseball and they were the coaches and the other parents and to this day our kids are long done playing baseball but to this day they're like the 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 solid group of people that we hang out with um and i think that's that's what's great about the town i grew up and the town i live in now it's just small town america so that's awesome so is there something um that if you think back to your life there's something that you're grateful for now that at the time you were not grateful for um I, I think for me, um, when I was growing up, um, I didn't come from a wealthy family. Um, there was times that we didn't have a lot. Um, and I think if you ask my mom, I think that's one of her greatest regrets that she couldn't give us more. Um, but I tell her all the time that I'm so thankful and grateful that we did it. Um, because when I drive into my driveway every day and I pull into my house, which is a beautiful home, um, it makes me really grateful because I didn't have that growing up. Um, when I get into my car and start it, and I know it's going to start, not let me stranded on a ro- on the road. Um, there's a certain beauty in those simple little things that most people would take for granted. Um, but when you grow up not having a lot, um, you definitely, um, at least for me, grow up being really extremely thankful on how blessed we really are. Um, so uh, you know, I, I know a pastor once told me that um, most people in this world um, want to live on top of the mountains, live on the mountaintops, ride the high of a mountaintop. Um, but the pastor said, what grows on the mountaintop? Um, and there's not a lot that grows up there. And if you really want to look where things grow, it's in the valley. And sometimes during those really tough periods in life um, is where you can learn the most about yourself um, and you can kind of come out of it stronger and um, more positive. So. Um, I'm thankful now that we grew up with very little means um, because now, you know, what I do have, it's, it's more rich. Beautiful. I, I, I think it's interesting. Maybe it's one of the things that kind of the reasons why we get along so well because we both grew up in similar circumstances. Both of our fathers are named Dwayne, as a matter of fact, as am I. But... Um, I, you know, I certainly don't want to give the impression that we didn't have shoes and we walked uphill in yeah. the snow everywhere, but um, it was, you know, the kind of, you, you I, I, I am absolutely grateful for it now. Um, that and the other thing I think that I, in hindsight now that I look back on, is the fact that I didn't start my career doing what I did, what I do now. Um, and I, it, it really, I had to work my way into it. Um, I had a completely different career before that I was absolutely awful at, that I didn't enjoy. I was one of those Sunday night people about, oh my gosh, I got to go to work work tomorrow. Um, So it has really gotten to a point where I think the two things that I, they're very much related. The fact that that now when I look at it, it, I enjoy things more now because I, I did have to work to get them. And I think it's kind of positioned me now, and hopefully I've kind of instilled this in my kids. If you want something bad enough, you can go and get it. I wanted to work in advertising, and there was nobody in the world that would, you know, that would hire me. I, I, I interviewed the first time I had an interview with any, even relating to the industry. The guy said, Dwayne, I can't just hire you because you want to do it. There's a lot of people that want to do this. And so I think it just, you know, those circumstances just kind of taught me that, okay, you got to go out and get it. And... So that's been pretty valuable during my life. So That's awesome. I think, I mean, willingness is important, but yeah, you need to have the skill. But um, what were you doing before? 
I was the world's worst technical writer. I was a technical writer is the one that like writes computer manuals that says, you know, now type in at right. C colon prime. I mean, it was the beginning of, you know, when there were com computer manuals, com personal commu computers were just coming out. And I was so awful at it. I mean, and I just dreaded, I, I didn't like it. I don't really no like- heart in computer manuals. Well, and I don't really like technology all that much. So um, it was just the worst fit. And it was, you know, it was one of those things that I knew I needed to get out of it. And I, I knew what I wanted to do. It was a combination of just, I, I said, I'm gonna start doing, I started writing for a newspaper part-time because I figured that's a different kind of writing. And it, there, was some, there was some luck involved as well but I finally kind of broke into the marketing thing and went from there. The rest so. is history. The rest is history. <laughs> so um, I'm curious with, um, just with your childhood, if you were winning art contests and writing contests and if you were um, creating in the same ways as, as you were growing as children. You know, it's, it's weird because before I got into advertising, the only thing that I really knew that I liked to do um, was to draw. You know, I wasn't the best artist. Um, I did win art competitions, and I was probably one of the better ones in my class as far as art. Um, but I had no idea that you could make a living doing that. Um, so when I was in high school, I went to a BOCES program for graphic design, and um, it seemed like it was something that I was good at. Um, so for me, it was a natural choice to go into that. and. Um, I can't imagine honestly doing anything else. I like the idea of teaching, um, but I like the idea of teaching graphic design or advertising. Um, but I, if I didn't have this as a career, I, I couldn't pick up anything else that I'd rather do. Well, I can't picture you doing anything else, so it's no. good. You should stick with it. Yeah, I like it. How about for you? Were you writing? Uh, I did. I never, I've never really written for pleasure. I don't, you know, it's just not something I. I enjoy, some, somebody said this, I don't know who, I enjoy having written, not writing, um, you know, once it's done. Um, but I did, you know, I think I won some stuff in high school, like, you know, whatever. Um, I went to a guidance counselor, like you do when you're a junior or senior in, in high school, and he said, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to be a writer. And he said, well, you can't make a living being a writer, you got to be an engineer. And I'm like, I was, you know, 16, 17, I'm like, okay. And, but I, and that led me to this technical writing, which is kind of a combination of the two. I was like Dion. It was completely, I, I didn't know you could make a living being, I figured you either had to be Stephen King or you couldn't make a living as a writer. Did not know advertising existed even. So um, I'm pretty fortunate that, you know, I ended up kind of where I am. It's good. And so. it, like, it's got to feel great to, to do things that you love. And that's, that's so healthy. Um, so can you explain what the Martin Group is and does for folks that may not, may not know the Martin Group or may not know what an advertising agency does? Sure. Um, a little bit about the Martin Group. Um, we have three offices, one office in Buffalo, one in um, Victor, Rochester area, and uh, we've opened one up in Albany as well. Uh, we are a full-service advertising agency, and when I say full-service, um, what is meant by that is most clients, any need that they have, whether it's you know creative services or placing media or um, social media, building websites, whatever it happens to be, uh, we can handle it within our organization. Okay. Thank you. That's helpful. So um, before we close, anything else that you want to add? Any burning gratitude thoughts or... Um, 
or tips you want to share with the audience? The only thing that kind of comes to mind for me is um, we mentioned earlier growing up with nothing, or I shouldn't say nothing, um, growing up with little. Um, you know, Duane mentioned that you have to go out and you have to work really, really hard to kind of accomplish um, what you need to accomplish. I think for me, at an early age, I actually worked on a farm. Um, I think I started working there when I was 13, 14 years old. Um, so when you see um, the hard work, um, I don't think there's anyone that works harder than farmers. I remember at an early age saying, this is not what I want to do for a living. Um, it's just so hard. Um, so, you know, the gratefulness to have the job that I have, to work with the people that I work with, uh, the team that we have in the, the Victor office is really, really incredible. Um, you know, I think everyone in our office um, generally cares about each other, and we've got each other's back. Um, I think for me that is something that, you know, if you want to talk about gratefulness, um, we spend most of our time and days with the people that we work with. So to work with such a great team, it's, it's an honor, and... Um, that's something that I'm thankful for. Beautiful. Anything you want to add or? Uh, yeah, real quick. Um, through you and through, you know, kind of my association with Seneca Falls, I had the pleasure to meet Ed Chase, who's been on this before. Um, Ed, and I was thinking this as I was driving here, Ed quite literally had people shoot, trying to kill him as he flew over Germany um, so that things like Pittsburgh wouldn't happen and that so you could vote so go vote if you don't if you don't want to vote if you don't normally vote vote for because Ed said you can vote so and Ed's a 94 year old world war two veteran so definitely vote um, so that does bring us to the end of our time together and um, especially now that we're in November it seems like this is the season for gratitude so um, take a moment to to reflect and think about things that you're grateful for and um, take the time to tell somebody because we don't always uh, take the chance to tell people that we love and care about that. We're grateful for the things that they do uh, to help us. So until next time, share your gratitude and have a great day.